Hello again, and welcome to On the Road with the DIAAA, a podcast put on by the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association Public Relations Committee for athletic administrators both in Virginia and across the country. I am your host, Jim Harris, chair of the DIAAA's Public Relations Committee and athletic director at John Champ High School in Aldi, Virginia. In today's episode, we start our second season by heading to Leesburg, Virginia, and check in with Matt Oblas, the athletic director at Riverside High School. Matt gives us an insight into sportsmanship, not only from the perspective of an athletic director, but that of a high-level referee. And we are back for the next episode of On the Road with the VIAAA. Today's guest is Matt Oblas, athletic director at Riverside High School. Welcome on the road, Matt. Hey, thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. Um, as we get started, uh, you know, tell us the road that you took to become an athletic director at Riverside. You know, where did you grow up, your schooling, your coaching and career track that led you to Riverside? Jim, I, I'm a, I was born and, and raised in Loudoun County, uh, Loudoun County Public Schools. So I, I went to Loudoun Valley High School, uh, was a high school athlete. I, I think I was a very average high, high school athlete. I was not a college athlete. Uh, went to University of Virginia, came back and started teaching PE in Loudoun County Public Schools, uh, middle school and, and high school PE, coached baseball at Stonebridge um, and also was a cross-country coach. I had cross-country coach at Heritage High School. So was coaching there for a while, um, got into athletic administration first at Freedom High School down in South Riding. I was an assistant athletic director there for two years under Rusty Lowry, who's now the athletic director at Woodgrove High School. And when Rusty left to go to Woodgrove, I was at, I was a Freedom Athletic Director for five years and loved it there, um, but lived just about 10 minutes from Riverside High School, the excitement of opening a new school eight years ago when Riverside opened brand new. Uh, I was fortunate enough to move here to Riverside where I've been the athletic director now for eight years. Uh, one year of which was with no kids. And the last seven, we've had students here. So excited to be here. Yeah, you talk about opening a new school. You know, what drew you to uh, opening one, to, to leaving a established school to one that's opening? I think a lot of things, it, it, was, it was the right fit. It was the right time. Um, the, the principal here who opened the school and is still here is amazing. Um, just a phenomenal guy to work for and very supportive of athletics. Uh, knowing the community that this was going to be, uh, drawing from, we split from Stonebridge and from Tuscarora, two very successful athletic programs in themselves. Uh, I knew the, the foundations here to, to be very successful. It's, it's been from day one an incredibly supportive community. Parents, um, our athletes are great kids. They work hard. They, they, um, so I knew it was – it was going to be a good fit. Um, the excitement of starting from ground zero with facilities, with setting a, a culture, setting a, a expectation, how we do things here um, was, was fun. You know, even you know, right on down to the school colors and mascots and having kids choose that. It, it was a real exciting process. Um, you know, obviously the first year or two, just kind of getting your feet under everyone's feet under themselves. And, and uh, now we're off and running. It's been a, it's been a fun ride so far. And uh, in all transparency, my wife was the school social worker at Riverside for a couple of years, and she echoes everything you say about the, you the, the school and the community. Yeah, thank you. 
you know, certification is a, a big push for, uh, for the VI AAA. You know, as an experienced athletic administrator, you have your CAA. Uh, yes. Tell us about your process to certification, you know, what it means to you and any tips that for people trying to achieve that CAA. I think professional development and really the continuing your learning and, and never wanting to um, just rest on where you are and try to try to learn more, try to try to improve, try to stay um, current with with trends, with with teachings that are out there is always very important. So uh, that started a number of years ago and just taking some local classes. I think we we're fortunate enough to have um, a cohort, if you will, come through Loudon. And so took some classes there, um, some at, I think at state conferences as well. So um, it was real, yeah, I thought it was a great process, good stuff to learn and, and I'm proud to have that CAA certification. Outstanding. Now, now recently I, I saw you down at the uh, VIAAA state conference. You know, how important do you think events like that are and uh, did you have any takeaways from this last one? I they're very important um, for a for a number of reasons. If nothing else, just that that camaraderie and, and being together and, and fellowshipping with the, the folks that do the same things that we do. And sometimes in this job, like a lot of jobs, you feel like you're out on an island and the days are long, the weeks are long, the the, the nights and the hours are long, and and you you feel sometimes that you're alone doing this. So sharing with people that are doing, going through the same thing is always good. Um, I thought there were some very good breakouts this year. And, and um, you know, one that stuck out, I think, that we've talked a lot about up here is they had Tracy Lynch, that uh, ACC football official, speak. And really he did a good job of highlighting what a lot of us have seen and experienced in recent years, especially this year, that the shortage of high school officials, it, it's, it's real. Um, and, it's, and it happened quickly, and it probably was a – combination of a lot of things from COVID to um, the kind of general decline in, in sportsmanship everywhere, but it, it's real what um, what we're going through. So that's going to be something that really may be a drastic change in the face of high school athletics, I think, here and coming up real soon that we've got to figure out what we're going to do and how to combat this. Yeah, I mean, it's really key, that education point, uh, you know, with sportsmanship or just, you know, teaching the kids and the coaches how to interact with officials is uh, is something we lost when we all went home for that. No doubt. I agree. Now, let's uh, let's talk about more about you. Uh, You know, who were some of your influences getting into athletic administration, you know, and who do you look for now? Who do you look to now for advice, encouragement and that shoulder to cry on? Well, I think um, I was very fortunate to have some amazing high school coaches uh, when I went to Loudoun Valley. Um, I played basketball and baseball, and uh, a longtime basketball legend, Scott Douglas, just a phenomenal guy. His son um, went on to, to coach in, in LCPS here, basketball as well. Steve, so just a great family. Scott was Scott Douglas, just a tremendous person, um, great coach and baseball coach. The same, Sonny Pearson is a legend. Um, the, the stadium at Loudoun County High School is named after him. Um, just phenomenal guys that makes you really value what high school athletics can be and should be to kids. So I, I, I look back at that. Uh, my father is a 42-year administrator, Loudoun County Public School. So he retired um, probably 10 years ago now from Loudoun County High School. But So he's, he's really been embedded in public education as well. So 
seeing the, the benefits of what that brings to kids and to families and the community really when really what made me get into this and want to do this. Now, I think, again, like I said before, you do feel like sometimes you're on an island here and you're spinning circles and it's long, long days and long weeks and going on the weekends. And when you get home at 10 o'clock at night, sometimes it's still two or three more hours on the computer. So it is a sometimes a lonely feeling, but I, I think the nice thing that we've had in, in LCPS, especially, we have some very good athletic directors and athletic administrators. And I think we, for the most part, get along very well, speak frequently, really bounce ideas off of each other. So I think there's really in general, a lot of folks in Loudoun um, have, have been that sounding board, um, someone to chat through ideas with. I, I, like I said, I, I was an assistant under Rusty Lowry, who's out at Woodgrove. So frequently um, talk with him and bounce ideas off of. We've got a great Athletic supervisor for our county, Derek Ferry, um, who was also an athletic director before getting into the supervisor role for the county. So he's a, a phenomenal resource as well and a good person to, to uh, talk with and talk with him almost daily. So good guys around here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A good shout out to the Douglas family. I had the opportunity to coach with uh, both of them for five years at Dominion and Woodgrove. There you go. Yeah, good people. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's time for you to shine a little bit. Uh, you know, what are some things that you do as an athletic administrator and over there at uh, Riverside that you think that you're really good at? Uh, yeah, I don't know what if I'd say I'm really good at it. I think that we, we've been fortunate enough here. This is our seventh year with kids. Obviously, we lost spring 2020 with COVID, but um, we've got 13 state championships already in, in the um, just finishing seven years. So we've been very successful on the field, on the court, um, wins and losses really from day one. And again, that's a product of where we came from, splitting from Stonebridge and from Tuscarora. Very supportive parents, community, um, kids have, have come already with that, with a deep background in their sport. They play a lot. Um, and I think, so the only real things that I do well are probably finding the right people to put in place, the right coaches. And we've got some very good coaches that are, um, not much. We don't have much turnover at all here. A lot of coaches have been here from day one, um, not just head coaches, but our assistant staffs as well. So very good coaches. You, you find the right people um, that know how to run a product that or know how to run a program. They've got a product and they know how to sell it. Um, find those people and then you just try to support them. And I think that's what I try to do in this role is find what they need or ask what they need to be successful and to try to provide that for them. Um, to try to serve behind the scenes to make the experience for coaches, but more importantly for the kids to make it, um, to make it top notch, to make it something that's memorable for them, to make it special for them. Um, and I think that's what we try to do here every day. Outstanding. Now tell us, you know, what do you enjoy most about being an athletic administrator? You know, you talked about those long hours, you know, being on the island, but what do you like about the job? Uh, I, I think, you know, and obviously academics are hugely important. I don't want to take anything away from that. And I, and I get that there's, there's no way around that, but there is something special about athletics and, and interscholastic sports. When I think when a lot of us look back at high school um, and I had some great, teachers and, and um, 
and I started off as a math major and then ended up helping physical education. So I, I got a lot of great teachers, I think, back to, especially in their subjects. But for the most part, kids, you don't think about, um, man, that English class in the 11th grade, that one lesson that we did, that just had the greatest impact on me. And, and some people do. I don't want to minimize that. But so many people look back at it, kids and, and myself, too. And you, you look at and you feel those experiences from high school athletics and you never forget it. Those, those people that you played with end up being your lifelong friends. There's a brotherhood there. Um, so I recognize what athletics is and to see kids and get, to get them watch, watch them do what they love to do and play every day. That's, uh, it, it's awesome. Um, there's nothing like a Friday night football game and just that community feel and the band's playing and it's, and it's a packed house and um, people are you know, just streaming down to the ticket gate. Everybody's coming to watch it. There's nothing like that beautiful spring sports night where you've got five sports going on. And, you know, it's, it's just that perfect night. This is, this is what it's all about. So I think those nights are, and again, just watching kids do what they love to do um, is, is really what makes it the most fun. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. Now, what's something that you absolutely hate of the job? I use the examples of rosters. They're never, they're never, I feel that they're never right. And there's always somebody complain about them. If rosters went away, my world would be great. But what about you? What's something that you absolutely hate about the job? I, I, I would, I'd say a couple of different things. One, I, I've kind of joked for a couple of years here. I'm going to write a, a book about athletic director when I, being an athletic director when I retire. And the title of the book is going to be 635. That's how many games we play each year, 635 games a year. So the book's going to have a lot of different chapters, how to be, and I'm joking about this, but um, I'm not writing a book, but if I did, it would, you know, a lot of different chapters, how to build a program, how to be good, what to, what to do, what coaches need to do. But then also in it will probably be some little pet peeves and some, I don't know if I'd call them things I hate about the job, but I think things that are, that are tough, you know, the title of the book 635 means a lot of things. It means there's a lot of games here each night. And if sportsmanship is really something that is a pet peeve, perhaps I mean, if, if we've got 635 games and every night our, you know, fans are flipping out and coaches are going crazy and this is not, it's not going to work for 635 games to, to do this. And I recognize there's always that one game each year that it's tense and, and we get it. Um, but, I, but I think a lot of the pet peeves, you know, some of that would be sportsmanship. Um, just trying to, I, I, I wish we could get everyone to realize that it's still interscholastic sports. Um, this is not the end all be all. And as much as we do want to win and, and, and I'm as competitive as anybody and do like to win, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm proud of the state championships here. But it's not the end of the world. And sometimes we act like it as fans, as coaches, as, as athletes. So, so that may be a pet peeve. I don't know if I hate it. It's just a, it's a frustration. Um, you know, there's, that'd probably be the one thing that comes to mind. Outstanding. Now, you know, what advice would you give a new or current athletic administrator is something that they have to do to be successful? Um, I think what comes to mind is find a support network. Like we talked about before, yes, you know, who's supportive around here. 
I'd say give yourself some grace too. Um, it's you, you're not going to come in on day one and absolutely know everything that there is to know about it. Do it with your eyes closed, and and it's going to be a well oil machine on day one. So give yourself some grace, but um, and and be able to balance work and then outside of work too, and family and other commitments too, and not make this not have this consume your life. That and it is easy to do that. Um, but I think just being successful, probably having a having an expectation that this is how we do things. This is who we are. This is how we act. This is what our purpose is. This is how hard we work. This is how we take care of our facility, of our kids. This is how we treat people. Um, and if, and if everything we do flows from that expectation and that standard operating procedure, then I think it all kind of takes care of itself. So really know what, what we want to be all about in this athletic department and, and make sure everyone knows this is how we do it. Um, when, and there's going to be plenty of times where, yeah, that isn't how we do it. And sometimes it's us. Sometimes we fall short of what our own expectation is. And you've got to be able to um, admit that, yeah, I didn't handle that well. Um, but make sure we communicate in the good and the bad that this is how we do it and this is how we don't do it. All right. You made it. Last question. Uh, <laughs> You know, lots of people, you know, and then a lot of people you don't know will be listening to this because we do have tens of tens of listeners, you know, tell the <laughs> listeners uh, something they might not know about you, any talents, hobbies, anything that we can't get from the resume. Oh, gosh. Um, I often say I'm pretty boring. Um, people say, well, what else would you do if you'd be if you weren't doing this? And I think if I wasn't doing this, I'd, I'd be doing this. So I, I love it. It's who I am. So I don't know how much excitement I, I, I have outside of this. I, I do. And I, and I have for um, when I first showed up at UVA, I started refereeing high school basketball and I did a lot of high school basketball officiating down in the Charlottesville area um, after school uh, and, and coming back up to full-time teaching here. I continued refereeing high school basketball and also got into college basketball at the same time. So started off division three and division two and I guess for the past um, 15 years or so now, I've also been a division one college basketball referee. So on weekends in the winter, um, hitting the road and refereeing some there, which, which I, I love to do. It's a passion. It's a um, trying to improve there too. Like you talked about with professional development through the VA AAA, it's, it's the same thing in anything we do. You want to be the best at it. You want to grow, you want to learn to improve. So I spent a lot of weekends in the winter, especially on the road refereeing and summer camps on weekends to try to try to improve. So it's something that I like to do too. And, and I've been a college basketball referee on the side for, for a while now, which I enjoy doing. Yeah. That was one of my first interactions with you. You got the pleasure of seeing a young fiery Jim Harris on the sideline. And uh, I look back at those days and I said, I needed somebody like, older me now to help me control myself a little bit more and uh but you know don't sell yourself short i mean that, that's probably one of the best answers we had oh no no big deal i'm just a division one referee on the side you know <laughs> but well i'm not you know there's a lot of division one basketball referees and some of them are like a every night type guy and they, they got five or six division one games a week i'm i'm not that guy i'm, I'm fortunate where i am I'm, I'm appreciative of it but i'm i'm pretty much a weekend you know, a Saturday 
type guy and um, once or twice, maybe locally during the week. But um, it's something fun to do. And I do think it translates a lot into what we do um, as athletic administrators and full-time jobs is the communication aspect of it, the diffusing of um, potentially adversarial interactions and just trying to steer conversations and try to steer try to get the outcome that we that we want it to be and I think they go hand in hand a lot as athletic mm-hmm. administrators and also college basketball officiating right and you get that chance to see it from the other side too on a regular basis I mean we're over here on the sideline but you're actually out there and you can see how the fans and how everybody and coaches and all are interacting and you can help you know diffuse that or change that yeah and I think you know it gets back to one of the questions you asked earlier about um pet, uh, well, but what I hate, and I kind of said, you know, pet peeve is sportsmanship, and and it is. And we talked earlier too about the the changing landscape of high school athletics, particularly as it relates to the shortage of officials. It's real. Um, I, I wish we could get everyone to realize, and you know, the NBA guys and they're full time. That's all they do. They're they are the best in the world, the best sixty, however many officials it is. It's all they do all the time. And their accuracy rate is in the low 90%, so 90, 92, 93%. If they're there, these guys are millionaires, and they're the they're going to advance the NBA Finals. These are the best in the country there. And they're still missing one out of ten plays. And, you know, when they chart Division One college basketball referees, these guys that are a lot bigger and better and doing a lot more games than I do, they're in the mid-80%. So they're they're missing one, one, two out of every ten plays. They don't chart high, high school officiating, but, you know, do the math how it's – going down it's it's probably 65 70 percent so don't be surprised every game in high school sports that there will be missed calls they're going to miss three out of ten plays so let's not flip and i get the emotion of it always it's it all it'd be naive to think that you wouldn't have somebody say oh come on bad call but then we got to leave it there because don't don't be so surprised there's going to be missed calls so when we belabor the point over and over and over again we can't get past this one call um i think that's kind of getting back to that question a little bit of the pet peeve but our job always and we try to let coaches know and and parents know our job always is to be better than any potential missed call if one call loses us the game then we should have been a little bit better um don't have that one call be so critical that it loses the game for us so i i, I know i'm got into my little basketball officiating thing there. That last question. Well, all right. Well, I appreciate you jumping on the road with the VI AAA. Um, You know, we look forward to seeing you on and off the court here this year. Yeah, Jim, thanks for doing this. No problem. That's all the time we have for this edition of On the Road with the VI AAA. We look forward to seeing you next time.